Studios in Johnston proper. You are live from the path. from the uh, Pathway Studios here in Johnston proper. Yeah, it is. Guns out. Guns out, guns out. Hey, here's, okay, just real quick, an apology. So if you've, um, if you watched last week's show, you got 38 minutes and then it dove. And then it just took a, it took a porta potty that, yeah. that was not a reflection on the quality of the show. No, no, here's the deal. Uh, I mean, I think we ran a long show too. Last week, I think it was like an hour and a half, hour 45. It was, and it was, uh, some of it was real decent. And uh, the the Sober Soldiers folks were just awesome, and the yeah. stories were cool, and um, I don't know what happened. Uh, the, just uh, the thing, or, it crapped out on us, and so the, I only got, for some reason, only retained like 38 minutes, and so I apologize uh, both to them and to you guys. We haven't had, uh, you know, we have a smattering of technical problems in here because it's very low maintenance. Uh, I feel like like I do as much maintenance as here as I do. Like, I take care of it like a barn cat. Yeah. And so... Um, <laughs> But uh, but anyway, it's, it just it's unfortunate. There's, think of all the other shows we've done that weren't fantastic. This yeah, thing that made it all the way through. Yeah. What a disappointment! What a bummer. So anyway, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Um, I, I think I've gotten the problem straightened out uh, for this week, unfortunately. Um, but uh, anyway, apologize uh, that 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 got cut off. Um, we'll have them back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll bring them back on. And um, anyway, if you're waiting for me to rescue it and then to get the whole show, I, I think it's goner. I don't think that's going to happen. So many apologies. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. You're listening to live from the path. I was um, oh, shoot. See now I got I got caught up in trying to fix some of our technical stuff um, that I I don't think I have this article. There was one about uh, oh shoot. Never mind. I don't even know what it was. I don't care. I, I don't know. It's gone completely. Mike, what do we got here? You got some advice? Yeah. Should we yeah, just do some advice? Yeah. Do you want to do an uh, do an advice kind let's, of day? Let's do an advice. And listen, uh, Nathaniel, Dan, you got anything on your mind? Uh, not not not. Probably worthy of a conversation. Yeah, never, never have it. But people are screaming; they're begging for our advice, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do this, Mike. We're gonna we're gonna fill the airwaves with solid advice. Let's do it. It's gonna be excellent. Here we go, dear life from the path. Like many people in this country, my family has an aversion to throwing things out that might still be useful. Rather than load up the van and head to Goodwill, they give the stuff to me. Partially used bottles of shampoo, (laughs) half-used pack of wipes, (laughs) hair conditioner that smells too awful for them to use, but they're sure all like. Unwanted change purses and jewelry I would never wear. Even puzzles with missing or dog-chewed pieces. They've also tried to offload old sewing machines, DVDs they won't watch, and craft supplies for projects I don't enjoy. Once a sister tried to give me an old toaster oven filled with burnt breadcrumbs. I have celiac disease. Another time, Dad gave me a gift certificate for an old change my mother won in a raffle after telling me he and another sister won't go to that auto shop because they damaged my sister's engine and did a lousy job working on my parents' car. (laughs) Wow. It's not on? like I'm so poor I can't afford my own toaster oven or wipes, but if I turn down their unwanted items as politely as I can, they become defensive with me. So I usually just say thanks and either toss the stuff in the trash or load it into my van and take it to Goodwill myself. But I'm tired of feeling like the family dump, and I wish I could find a way to get it through their lovingly muddled heads that I'd rather not be, quotes, gifted with their junk. Any thoughts? Uh, I feel like you should just bring this up directly. I don't want any of that stuff. Stop bringing me stuff. I got enough. 
Yeah, hey, sis, I got some stuff to bring over to your house. No. No, honey. Nope. You got some stuff to take to the Goodwill. Yeah, I'm full up. It sounds like they're just not listening, though. It sounds like she's maybe said that before. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just assuming. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay, so, well, I mean, what do you do if you're like, look, man, I don't want to take your crap no more. And they're like, we'll bring it by tomorrow. I mean, just, uh, you, you can just throw it away if you don't want it. We've had that happen. Like, well, how about you throw it away? <laughs> right. <laughs> I hey, don't want it. Here, will you throw this away for me? <laughs> we could have saved the middleman. Is it a problem with like garbage space or having to wait for spring cleanup day or something? Like people don't want to store the stuff around their place. Well, they said that it's, it sounds like the type of stuff that you could reasonably take to a to a Goodwill or something. They just don't want to. They, they instead like there's they just want to drop it off at your place. Well, they it sounds like uh, maybe I caught caught wind of this wrongly, but it sounds like she's maybe of uh, a lower economic status, and so they're trying to trying help her out. To oh, they think they're out. helping. Yeah, yeah. They say, hey, you you need some shampoo. Half used shampoo though. <laughs> I, I mean, know. that's pretty low rent. I guess. Uh, I, 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 funny. I mean, I, I've had family members give all that stuff to us before, and, I'm, and we're all like, we, we don't really want it. You've had family members give you half-used shampoo? Yes, yes. Oh, that is like we tried this and didn't like it. Maybe you'll take it. It's like, ah, uh, no. I, I, I mean, I'm, we got our own shampoo. But... I'm a grown man. I, I chose my own. Yeah, I feel good about it. <laughs> well, since, since it's not my relative, I don't say anything. I let you know the person who's related to them in my family mm-hmm. say things, mm-hmm. and she won't. Oh no! So you've got a sundry items in your bathroom. So oh, well, they just disappear pretty quickly. They usually, but <laughs> this is obnoxious. Okay. Yeah, this loofah didn't work out for me. Maybe you'll do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So I, I mean, the question. I suppose to, to, to a couple different trenches here. One: Have you been? Do you have you been firm enough? My advice to you is to be a little bit firmer. Yeah, I don't want. Too. I don't want this. It's, it's time. It's time to stop. The, when your formalities aren't working, when you're. Uh, attempt to be subtle is not working, then be direct. Hey, I don't want this stuff. Stop bringing it over to me. And uh, and you can go, if you want it, want a second route, because you're just someone who doesn't want to feel like you've overreacted, uh, if they continue to bring it after you ask them not to, you're going to start taking it back and leaving it on their porch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as, as a joke. <laughs> yeah. and, and you're going to laugh it off, uh, and hopefully that they they get the point. And... Uh, to the extent it continues after that, you're no longer talking about, you know, hey, you just leave crap at my place. Like, they're being rude. And uh, I, you might want to consider putting some space between you and them in your life. Yeah, I can't imagine what person is like, hey, I'd rather drop this off at Stacy's place opposed to take it to Goodwill. Why? I mean, it's the same drive, the same amount of work. You just don't, you just want to take it to... I, I want it to go to a real person, not an institution. Yeah, yeah but the real person don't want it either, so... Now As is just, often the true with people giving stuff to the homeless. No, that's true. Hey, here's a can of beans. Okay, yeah. you know, I, I don't even know a can opener. Yeah, so. here's the asparagus <laughs> in wine sauce. I'm like, gross, I don't even like it without the wine sauce. You didn't, that's the thing, is people want to be generous on crap they don't want. Yeah. That's not being generous. That's you cleaning out your place and finding a, an alternative route. <laughs> that's not being helpful or kind to somebody. I can't think of a single time we've done some type of food drive where people haven't given us lima beans. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, why, why do you buy them if you keep giving them away? Because you don't <laughs> want them. I mean, who's buying lima beans? What a facade. The whole lima bean industry is made out of people going, I'm not going to eat this, but I want people to think I do. It yeah. seems like protein. Yeah. <laughs> The homeless people need this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they love limas. I mean, I actually like them, but so, but yeah, most people don't. So, do you do you eat them plain, Dan? 
I like like cooked. I mean, but I mean, you do whatever. butter and salt. Not straight out of the jar. He's asking. <laughs> I, I I don't know how they usually come. I don't know. <laughs> do, do, but yeah, but do you do, you put spices and things on them? Oh, like butter. Okay, that yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. even even if the homeless man liked him, he probably don't have a tub probably of butter. Have to go butter with him, with him. right? Yeah. Just that KFC. There could be like a raccoon nearby that never mind. <laughs> Pro- probably getting distasteful now. Yeah, I, I think it had to do with anal glands, Mike. I think that was the, <laughs> I think that was the direction it was going. <laughs> In case he didn't land. <laughs> All right, uh, secular says. Wait, 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 Nathaniel, what do you do? What would you do? Yeah, I mean, if you really don't want the stuff. Hey, wait, were you sitting back in your chair? Yeah, like, <laughs> like I, you know what? I'm just gonna hang back and not. I don't want this stuff. <laughs> I was relaxing. Uh, I don't mean to interrupt your snooze, Archie Bunker. What? <laughs> <laughs> also, like, it seems like not a huge deal, though. You know, to have them just drop stuff off at of your house and throw it away, or take it to Goodwill, or use it if you want it. You know, to me, you at think least. you think should go along to get along? Yeah, I mean, why not? Plus, maybe they bring something over cool one time. Well, I mean, that really is it worth it? It's like playing the junk lottery, though. Exactly. It's like going to Trash Day. (laughs) No, because Trash Day, you get to drive by the other stuff and go, nope. Nope. (laughs) I don't want to do that. (laughs) Nope. Not going to happen. Hey, man, I I just made made 60 bucks off a Trash Day find. What do you mean? I liquidated that. We found that piano. Someone had thrown away an old Yamaha piano. Uh, or like a keyboard. Yeah. And uh, uh, it wasn't quite what we were looking for, and the piano sound was a little bit outdated, but uh, some some uh, real optimistic dude came and picked it up for 60 bones. Wow. Wow. So, I, actually, I had a terrible experience on Facebook Marketplace. So I never use it, right? I don't buy stuff off of there. I don't sell things on there. And I had a couple things I needed to get rid of, and, and you know, we talked about it at home. She's like, well, just put it on a Facebook Marketplace. I'm like, I don't want people messaging me or stuff or trying to haggle with the price. I hate every bit of this. This is terrible. But against my better judgment, I fire one out, right? I'm trying to sell a chainsaw. And it gives you an option, right? And it says, like, tell your friends that you're selling this chainsaw. I'm like, no, hide from friends. It's none of their business what I'm selling. I'm real. I, I don't know why I care. Real business savvy, Mike. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want none of my friends knowing that I'm selling this chainsaw. So anyway, I, I, get a, I get a Facebook message, right? And it says, hey, is this still available? I'm like, yes. Yeah, it is. And he goes, well... You know, would you take 40 bucks instead of 50? I'm like, yeah, whatever, fine, 40 bucks. Are you going to pick it up? He's like, yeah, you have it ready by 2 p.m. I'm like, ain't nobody going to be in my house no 2 p.m. I said, well, I have it there by 3. You show up at 3. Yeah, sounds good. I'm like, great. Here's the address. Wham, I think we're done. And then I get a, then I get a text that like uh, two minutes later, he fires one back out and says, well, are you in Des Moines? I'm like, no, the address I gave you was obviously not in Des Moines. I said, is that still going to work? Do you see the address? Is that still going to work for you? Meet you at three. Yeah, that sounds good. And then three o'clock comes and goes, and there's no show. Yeah. So I get back onto the chat that I have with him. I'm like, I'm, I'm asking what's up. He's deleted the chat. He's no longer part of it. Oh. So then I, so his name's still on there. So I try to Facebook search him on name. I'm like, who is this dude? He's got no profile. It doesn't even exist. He's I'm, ghosted Facebook completely. Yeah, Whoa. he's completely nowhere to be found, right? <laughs> I'm like, whoa, man, what if I just invited a murderer over to my house or something? like? And he, and he don't want to come by my chainsaw, and now I can't find him anywhere, and I don't know when he's coming tomorrow or not coming at all. Hey, does what's it, happened? It means it's unlikely he's going to murder you with a chainsaw because you know he don't have one. Well, certainly and not. And he didn't pick That's up yours. But this one would run. <laughs> I don't know why he wouldn't He wouldn't buy one that a running chainsaw. So I thought, well, that was a flu. I mean, it made me super mad, right? But like... I thought, it's just a fluke or whatever. So this other dude hits me up the next day. And he's like, hey, man, is this available? I'm like, yeah. And so this guy's got a Facebook profile. I'm like, well, we're going to see what's up with him before I even talk to him. He lives an hour and a half away. 
You're going to drive an hour and a half to buy a discount chainsaw? That don't make no sense at all. I'm like, I don't even want a crazy man like this near my house. So I said, no, man, it's not for sale no more. <laughs> so then here comes this other guy, and he, he hits me up. He's like, I'm interested. And I'm like, okay, do you want to come buy it? And then it's nothing, right? Dots, 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 nothing ever happens. So I check out his Facebook profile. A bunch of pictures of random sunsets and, like, flowers and whatever. I'm like... He's not even a real dude. Like, there's no picture. He's got no friends. His wife doesn't isn't on there. I'm like, what is going on? I hate this. And so I took. Every, I had like four of the things for sale. And I'm like, forget it. It's a I'm, pain. I'm yeah. off of this platform. I don't know what to do with any of this. This drives me nuts. I tried to give away free chain link fencing once, and, and people just gave me the run for the money. And, and I was like, it's free. Just come get it. <laughs> come pick it up. Well, no. Uh, and then they made all these arrangements, and never, never. It's like finally just. I think I, think, I, think I threw it away. Honestly, <laughs> I, I'm like. All you gotta do is come and get it. People are weirder. I don't I understand it. I hate it. I should get. Hey, do you guys sell stuff on the market? Yeah, yeah. Can I, I get? Can I, I sold that? Great I sold that piano. Yeah. I'm gonna give you some stuff, and I'll and I'll I'll, I'll give you a cut of whatever you sell. I just don't want people getting hold of me. It drives me nuts, <laughs> and I hate it. My, oh, my wife's buying stuff all the time. Yeah. She just bought something today. A little kids jumper thingy, whatever you call it. The uh, the bounce upon bouncy seat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, stop going on to strangers' houses. I mean. Yeah, it's one of these days that won't work out well. I went actually. I was just before I came to the show tonight. I've been uh, I've been looking for some. Uh, you guys know what the power blocks are? The weights, but like that they have um, uh, multiple oh, weight yeah, selections yeah. in the same one. Yeah. So that I don't have like uh, I don't want to buy a bunch of dumbbells. <laughs> and so anyway, I find them and they're they're super expensive. Like yeah. for the set that I want, they go up to like fifty pounds per per hand. They're like five hundred bucks or four hundred fifty bucks. So this guy in, over here, real close to the show, to the studio, uh, throws them on the the swap uh, yesterday for a hundred bucks, and I'm like, "What the heck ever? I'm in hundred bucks." And so I was kind of a pain in the teeth because I'm trying to arrange to get these out here, and I don't live anywhere on this side of town. And he took like six hours to get back to me, and so I go to pick them up tonight, and it's in like a, it's it's in like a trailer court, huh. and like. Like there was something real weird about this place where I went to pick him up. Like I'd pre-told him, I paid him over a, like a over an app, and I said you can just leave him out if you want to. And I went in there, and there's like there's probably seven car batteries, like randomly strewn about the place. The door's like propped open, the door, the whole the door into the house just propped open. But like there's no one around that I can see, and like this anteroom is is just full of cat food and peanut butter and. All kinds of, like, it just had a real weird vibe to huh. it. Uh, but, I mean, the weights were sitting out, and uh, I, just, I picked them up and, and drove off, and, like, I felt real, I don't know, I felt real bad about it. Like, I'd just stolen from the man, even though I'd paid him the day before, and I didn't even say anything to him. Anyway, That's it was pretty risky. It was, a weird, it was a weird interaction. That yeah. is horrible. Yeah. I, I was never prepay. That was well. Yeah. That's weird. I was, I, here's for, they were five, they were 400 bucks off. I was afraid he was going to sell to someone else who could get yeah. him, like, that night. I've had, here's the thing is I bought a vehicle off Facebook Marketplace too. And here's what I now know happened is before I got there, he pulled the battery and cleared all the codes out and, oh. and sold me as if this truck that I bought was fine. Right. And then all of a sudden I get it home. It toots around for a couple of days. It started and ran and here it pops on the, the service engine soon light and the ABS light. Mm-hmm. All, both of these lights take about the same number of crank cycles and reading to say, Hey, that's a problem. Turn the light on. And I thought, I seriously, is this how people live? They, you know, why don't you just tell me the service engine soon lights? I don't care. I know what I'm paying for this thing. Like, I assume it's going to have some engine problems. And, like, I would have been fine with all this. 
But like instead they hid it and yeah. acted like none of that existed. I'm like, I don't know how you sleep at night. Mm. Like that's terrible. Yeah, actually, I, I, I have a I have a, a vehicle for sale in the marketplace right now, and it's got a small, uh, it's got a a, a a coolant leak. And like I really I knew this was going to happen. Uh, is that like there's a couple people who messaged me for it, and like I I you know I can look at their profile and stuff, and I'm like, I can't sell you this car. Like I just can't do it because like it's at a price range that reflects that like it's got a coolant leak in it. But like some of these folks are, are buying it because that's their top dollar budget, and like they're the wrong people for this vehicle. Like they shouldn't have it. I had another piano, like digital piano, that we were going to get rid of where there are, like a couple keys missing, and I thought ah, I don't know somebody might want this for fifty bucks. But then I knew very well that the type of person that would show up and go, look, we can't really afford much. Uh, uh, I'll give you fifty dollars for it. It's what we got. That like I would feel real bad about selling it to him. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so I ended up just setting it on fire. I don't know if that was right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I put. I got, but it was fun. I put a Trader Joe's bag underneath it and lit it, <laughs> and then and then let the thing burn. I mean, that's kind of cool. Took a few picks. Yeah, <laughs> that seems wrong. Anyway, that sounds like it'd be stinky. Oh, it was. Yeah, we had to put the kids inside. It was. Uh, you know, it was, it was burning the plastic keys and. Yeah. It left it the metal toxic. toxic. Yeah. Toxic. Okay. Uh, Kurtzweil is a flame. What's the What's the secular advice? Okay, wait a minute. So you guys will sell my Facebook Marketplace goods? No, I don't have time for that stuff. My wife does it because I I don't uh, I don't interact with people very well. Oh, I hate it. I'm a rambling dullard. I got a ton of stuff to sell. I'll cut you in ten percent. No, I don't need your ten percent. Twenty. No. Twenty yeah, percent. Nathaniel do it for twenty percent. Okay, yeah, twenty percent. <laughs> that means the higher dollar you pull out of these things, the more money we both make, friend. Hot dog. I'm gonna I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take a picture of the stuff. And then I'm going to drop it off at your house. Okay. And then if it doesn't sell, you're kind of in the streets. <laughs> you just have to do something with it. Okay. Uh, I got a burnt Kurtzweil. It's got your name on it. You burned that Kurtzweil? Yeah. That's not a bad rig. Why'd you do that? Because of none of the, there were like five keys that didn't work. Okay. Secular says, the next time your parents and siblings call to tell you they're coming over with more discards, tell them you know they mean well, but no. And keep repeating it until they finally get through their lovingly muddled heads that you mean it. I know you mean well. No. 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 Yeah, I don't know. This seems like a good place to start. Whoa. Yeah, sorry. There's not much more to say about that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut that one off. Dear life life in the past. Here we go. Uh, What is it, in Korean? No. What is the holdup? I'm trying to figure. There's a couple of them here, and one of them seems weird. I'm going to read it. Dear life in the past, I have been blessed with a gorgeous four-year-old daughter who is, even more importantly, smart, funny, and kind. Uh But I have an issue. Every time we go anywhere or meet someone new, the person feels they need to comment on her beauty. We receive comments like, just wait till she's older, boys will be all over her. This happens not only with older distant relatives and my in-laws, but also random people at the store. Mm -hmm. I understand they are trying to pay a compliment, but I find it disturbing that they are thinking about my little girl in this way. I'm tired of it. But I'm not sure of the appropriate response when people make these comments. Protective mama. Ooh, yeah, that'd be kind of hard. Yeah, I don't. I That's why they make veils. I don't think they're really. I don't think there's people are looking at her and going, "Oh, she's a real looker," and then thinking about her as a teenager. Right. I think they're just saying that's a cute kid, and then tying it to a concept of uh, cute kids cause parents troubles when they're older. So, like, I don't think it's as creepy as what you think. I get that it's it's, it's a little uncomfortable, but like, I, I you know, I don't think it's the level of creepiness that you're taking it in. I mean, I don't know what you'd actually fundamentally do about this. Dress her up in a, a burlap sack uh-huh. and uh, don't ever do her hair. And no, uh, no more comments. You think that would take care of it? Yeah. Yeah. I bet if you put a little mustard on her shirt, people would be like, Exactly. Yeah. Something wrong with that kid. He's slobby. Yeah. 
And actually, you haven't really uh, uh, talked about how much effort you're putting into her appearance. Like uh, a four-year-old can look pretty raggedy pretty fast. You just need to let the natural flow of life go. Yeah. Put some mud on their on their face. Yeah, I'm, you know, I think, it, I mean, I know, I know why. I know why we don't want to invest, uh, like, I want my little girl to know that she's smart. It's okay for your little girl for you to, to think that she's pretty. Like, I think that's okay. Like, it's okay for a kid to, to like, uh, not be ambivalent about themselves um, so that they don't, so they, they have a sense of, of self-recognition or worth that, uh, that they don't get it from somewhere else later on simply because you, you wanted to focus on their intellect. I think, I think you can overdo that. But I wouldn't worry about what, the out, what these people are saying. I don't, I don't think they mean anything by it. I, I, wouldn't, I just wouldn't focus too much on it. Is this our only offer? Our only offer advice is to make the kid uglier. <laughs> Do something. No, I said ignore it. <laughs> ignore I said it's it not a big deal. Uglier. But she's not. But she's not going to ignore it. She's, it's, she's tired of it. Why won't she take advice then? <laughs> I think she needs to ignore it. It's not. I mean, whatever you. Okay, what, you can chastise them if you want to. Yeah. So what like what yeah, are you going to say? That's awkward too. Yeah. Hey, oh, she, I bet she's going to be, a, be a, a man killer when she gets older. Sir. Okay, are, are these... <laughs> How inappropriate. Are these compliments more acceptable from the family members or from people you don't even know? I Which think, one is creepier? I don't find either of them creepy. If you're getting it all the time, though, she, she must be that cut above the rest. Some of us have to live with that, you right? Know? Like a real Dan Hudson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and, and th- there, there's a certain amount of, uh, of humility you've got to learn along the way. I mean, honestly, it could, it could be a trouble for her. Uh, uh, I don't know. I've, I've never, there, you know, there's some people that are just like beautiful people. You know, yeah. they don't tend to hang around me because, because I, I, you know, right? You, yeah, shine them. I'm just not a beautiful person. Right? I'm considered beautiful in most circles until you came in. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, there, there's some people that, that just have everything all together, you know, and the flowing hair and the eyes, and then they're all put together. You're just like, dude, you just look different, you know, you know, or gal or whatever. And, and I don't know. Somewhere in there, you probably have the need to teach her how to handle that. Because, well, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would deal with it with the kid. I just don't yeah, see any path of what you're going to say. Stop saying she's beautiful. I mean, that's that's weird. You, you know, just just teach her how to be gracious, sir. You're making us uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, if he says, "Hey, t- give me your number when she's in another ten years," that's creepy. You don't. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> I mean, if it keeps going, she'll she'll be you know starring in some movie someday, and everybody's still going to be saying the same stuff. You know, I, I mean, do you think it'll tone down? Like at four, that's pretty easy to say. At like nine, yeah. people stop doing that. Yeah, you know? I mean, at twelve, they stop. But like, I think people start to recognize that there's like a there's like a period of which it, even people start to feel a little bit weird about it, mm-hmm. and so they stop doing it. But like, uh, it's just four, at four people. Oh, that's a cute little girl. In fact, I mean, like, whatever. I had three. I've got four kids. Three of them are girls, uh, and like all my, my my kids got like two of them just got the like the wildest, most gorgeous blue eyes you've ever seen. Blonde hair, blue eye. Like these, these they're, they're striking children at times. We, people comment on it a lot, and like I've not ever been somewhere where I felt like they were being creepy about it. Like they're mm-hmm. just like. It, just, it's, it's just how people are. You get drawn in by some sort of appearance. Like, That's a really cute kid. Like, you're going to have to keep that one lock up, locked up. I'm like, I intend to, sir. I intend to. Like, ah, like, <laughs> okay. 
They don't mean anything by it. Yeah. And if you get a creepy vibe, get your kid away from there and punch the guy in the nuts. I don't like. (laughs) Yeah. Take whatever steps are necessary, but it's not that. It's not the phrase. I. I, You're right. I think Mm -hmm. that's pretty solid. Most people are 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 not trying to be offensive. That you know maybe they're saying a socially awkward thing, and maybe you're really sensitive to it. You know, and like I don't think they're trying to offend you. And I think it's it's probably the right time to tell your daughter at four. Yeah, maybe four is a little young. Five, six, or whatever. That like if you ever meet somebody that gives you the creeps. Uh, trust your gut and leave. Yeah, right? oh, there yeah. it is. Okay, yeah. done. We're and good. It sounds like like one of the things they're worried about is, is is overly focusing and attention being on their kids' appearance. I I totally get it, but like they can't see your personality from at ten feet out, right? They can't see your kid's intellect from ten feet out. Like it's just conversational to to talk about what you're taking in. So I mean, just get over that a bit. Be a little bit less enlightened, and let's just deal with what our reality is in front of us. Secular says, uh, Dear Protective, talk privately with the relatives and tell them you don't want them filling her head with that nonsense before she's even in elementary school. Listen, <laughs> we don't speak of her appearance. No. She's a blank slate. Tell them you prefer she be praised instead for her brains, her manners, and her niceness, which will reinforce the qualities you are trying to instill in your daughter. And when a stranger does it at the grocery store, immediately interject with examples of her more important internal qualities. Uh yeah, well, you're hard to get along with. Here's the thing: we've talked about this the last couple of weeks, but like, uh, when you're if your fire's burning like that all the time, you're hard to deal with. Yeah, people do not mean to like be rubbing you the wrong way. Uh, I'm listen. You're gonna meet creeps, and and so like put those in the creep bucket. But like to paint everybody with the creep brush just because you got a chip on your shoulder, uh, mm-hmm. that's that's being foolish. And and frankly, you're gonna have a hard time getting along with anybody if you come out of the gate. Rolling smoke all the time, like you're doing, like everyone's out to cause problems. Yeah. Maybe they just think your daughter's as is as pretty, has a pretty face, pretty eyes, pretty hair, or something, right? Yeah. Like, and then you're like, oh, that's a pretty girl. Yeah. And, and Sir, you do not realize that we're self righteous. Yeah, let me make this plain. <laughs> well, to she you. also has really good manners. I'm like, okay, I bet good. That's cool. <laughs> uh, you know, she I, also still craps her pants and or pees the bed at night. Like, how how much of this is relevant to whoever the, whoever the stranger is? I guess what I'm Thanks. saying is, is like every social interaction you have is not a prerequisite to be to be self affirming to you, right? Like, just because you had a social interaction does not mean that it has to a fill up every bucket you own and b has to be solely about you and what you're trying to achieve. <laughs> You know, sometimes people just want to say a nice thing. This is why people back out from doing nice things anymore, right? They're like, hey, I should stop and help that guy change his tire. What if he gets all mad that, like, I can do it by myself. I don't need you to stop. And you're like, oh, okay, well, fine. You used to be able to just stop and help a guy because you wanted to stop and help a guy. And instead, you're like, don't you realize I'm on a path and a journey to be more self-sufficient, and I don't need your help with my tire? Yeah, okay, I guess. I was just trying to stop by and help you. Right? Like, is that what it's come to now? we got to figure, hey, man, what kind of day are you having and where are you at on your self-journey to know whether I should stop by and help you or say something nice to you? Yeah, you know, here's what I would do. To, to be honest, like, um, I think the thing to do is to talk to – when I talk to the kids about it, let's say, hey, you notice that people often stop and, and, and comment about you. I said, what an op- – you, there's something – just so you know, there's things about how you look that are drawing their attention. They think that you're, they think that you're cute. They think that you're pretty. I said – now that you have their attention, what an opportunity to show them something good, to be kind, to say something nice to them, to be conversational. Like what? Like, like you, you've got someone's attention. Someone has bothered to mention something to you. It's it, it can be a lesson for your kid on how to interact with them. Again, assuming it's not rolling off any creepy alarms. But like I would agree, not everything is the opportunity for you to roll a platform or to teach what to teach who a lesson. The nice old guy at the grocery store, your uncle. Why? 
Right. Like, I mean, who who made you king of the land? Just just I don't, just back it down a bit. It's not as invested. And here's the thing. If you're not, as long as you're not creating shallowness in your parenting, nothing about Uncle Steve going, hey, your, your girl, I love your pretty curls, is going to throw her off. Okay? Yeah, I, I, I really, I'm just thinking about, about something like the kid could say, and it was like, well, thank you, and you're very kind for noticing, or very, you're very kind for saying so, right? Like, just to affirm that, like, hey, you took in a compliment, it was fine. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's all right. And again, like, I, I, I understand what we're protecting here, but, like, give people a break. How do they know her intellect? How do they know her manners? I, you don't have to say anything. And I get that it's, like, uh, you could make a case that, like, why even mention someone's appearance? I'm like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's a pretty common way to talk to somebody. Hey, I like your clothes. Why are you going to mention my clothes? Yeah, I mean, it, it used <laughs> to be a compliment. It, 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 because right now you're, the thought process is, is whatever you're saying in the positive is implying the negative as well, right? The only thing I find redeeming about you is your looks. Well, that's not what I said at all. I just said you're, you're pretty, right? But, but what I didn't say was I hate your mannerisms. Your, your manners aren't any important to me, and you're probably dumb. Well, I didn't say any of that, but that's obviously what you're taking in. <laughs> and so, like, that's really unfair. You can't compliment one thing if you're not going to compliment ten things, because otherwise you're not giving out a fair and balanced compliment. Which you wouldn't know anyway. Correct. Yeah, let's just go with whatever the level of interaction we normally have. It's probably the only thing we could be held accountable for. I think that's fair. Dear Life in the Path, every time we are in a restaurante, my cousin wants a bite of everything on everyone's plate. <laughs> I don't know how to say no, but being a healthcare worker, I know it's not safe to do all that sharing, but we're really overselling it today, aren't we? How can I say no? She's leaning over my plate with her mouth open. Thank you for any ideas. I like this Grover type character. I mean, uh, 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 <laughs> this is a real character here. How can I say no? I think you say no. No. Yeah, no. I, I think you just said it. Yeah, I practice in a mirror at home. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you know I'm no. a healthcare worker. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, Sharon. I know this is unsafe. You know I don't share. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just say, you know, go the drug route. Just just say no. Hey, can I try that? No. Yeah. How about that? No, listen, let's just get out of the way. Never. You can't eat my food. If you want more to eat, you need to order some more to eat. But this is mine. Yeah. Heck, I'll even go 50-50 with you on an appetizer, and we'll split it right physically down the middle. Yeah, that's right. It's, I know this is unsafe. You ever bought nachos? Like, you ever shared an appetizer? Okay, then. Yeah. I mean, you were... Uh. Yeah, I don't know why they let your high horse in the Applebee's. <laughs> no. But park it outside. <laughs> I, 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 I'm continually amazed. Here's the thing. It's like, I do this with my kids all the time. Uh, people feel obligated to come up with some kind of lengthy story. Sometimes your answer is just no. Right. Yeah. Hey, Dad, you want to try this? No? Yeah. Come on, have a bite. No? Nope. You sure? I really want you to try this. It's delicious. No, I'm not interested. Thank you. I love you. Go away. These are fine things to say. <laughs> just just, give, just, be done with it, right? Don't dance around it. Don't worry about offending them. And you don't even have to tell them all the reasons why you're not interested in them sharing your food. Just say, no. No, I don't want to. Yeah, and if they, here's the deal. If they can't control themselves, then uh, the only place you agree to go with them is a buffet. There you go. Yeah. Say, hey, hey, let's go to the Mexican restaurant. No way, man. You're a moocher. Yeah. And we're, get, we're going to the, 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 the Shangdao buffet, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, get yourself a bunch of quippy things to say, right? Like, hey, man, can I have a bite of that? Do you know why they call it my plate? Because it is my plate. Yeah. Go away. You want a bite of this knuckle sandwich? Yeah. You can go to the classics. 
<laughs> go, go with the old school classics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's okay, there's plenty of ways around this. So no, you don't let them do it. Be as firm as you think is necessary. Only agree to go to the buffet so there's an actual consequence if like whatever. But yeah. Yeah, just say no. It's fine. Hmm. I like this mouth open business. How does that feel <laughs> awkward? <laughs> just start taking pictures of it and put it on Facebook. There you go. Yeah. How old the is your cousin? Because strikes again. Is your cousin like twenty five or <laughs> you know like ah uh, hit me? Ah, uh, see, ah, uh, mouth open. Chimichanga. Chimichanga. It's like a, it's like a putt-putt golf. Come on. <laughs> Get it in. <laughs> Will you stop that? <laughs> We're in public. Not <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Beans of rice. Yeah. Beans of rice, hit me. <laughs> All right, Segular says, you have a right to refuse, but if you can't muster this word no, place a fork full of whatever your cousin is ogling on your butter plate and hand it to her. That way, her dirty fork won't contaminate your food, and you won't have to spoon feed her. That wasn't the point. No, I mean, here's, anybody, here's what I tell you, and this is just coming out of the COVID. Maybe this is news that frightens you, but I need you to hear this. In a normal conversation, people are spitting all over you. You just don't see it. Mm-hmm. You ever, I'm going to tell you, it's going to change the way you think about life. You ever, you ever be sniffing around and go, hey, man, someone cut breeze around here. You ever, you ever, that ever happened to you? Yeah. Okay. You know what it is that is hit your nose? Butt particles. <laughs> yes. From somebody else. Did you think about so, that? Something came out of someone else's intestine mm-hmm. and made its way out that, out that cavern and into your nostrils. Yep. That's what happened. So it's not just like, oh, passively, someone cut, cut breeze. <laughs> it came out of their body and it went into your nose physically. That's why you can smell it. And so... Whatever level of grossness you think you're protecting by not, someone not taking something off your plate, that ship has sailed. Yeah. You live a life of ignorance. And so just get on just get on with it. Open up your life. My kid, I can tell you this. I was sitting on the couch today, and all of a sudden we hear some splashing going on. Splashing. Uh, we go into the check in the bathroom, and my kid is washing his hands in the toilet. Yeah. He just walked up to the toilet, put his two hands in there, scrub a dub. He don't care. He don't care. Now, here's the thing. I caught him this time. We're aware of it. You know how many times he's probably done that and I had no idea? Many a moon. Yeah. No doubt about it. I probably kissed that, that toilet hand many times. Yeah. And I just don't know. So I, I'm just telling you this. Before you overreact on some of these things, I get it. Just follow whatever sense of normal hygiene you feel is necessary. But don't overcrank that wheel, buddy. <laughs> things are a lot worse than you're aware of. Wow. Okay, you, got, you ready for one more? Yeah. This one sounds heavy. Okay. Ready? Dear life from the path. My husband works out of town with his brother, who is married. While I'm not close to my sister-in-law, I like her just fine. Mm-hmm. My problem is, my husband keeps sharing with me that his brother is unfaithful while he travels. Oh. And I've actually overheard him on a call with my husband trying to show my husband nude pictures of other women. I can't express how much this boils my blood. It's not only from the perspective of someone who has been cheated on before, not by my husband, but also that his brother's bragging with photos shows he doesn't respect any marriage or relationship. I feel stuck with deciding whether I should share this information with my sister-in-law or if it would be overstepping some kind of boundary where it's not my business. Because I don't talk with her often, I'm afraid I would just cause drama where I shouldn't have put my nose. But I believe she's a good wife and mother, and I feel awful and burdened by the knowledge that her husband isn't faithful to her. Should I keep this to myself and rely, rely on, quotes karma to one day reveal his transgressions, or should I give her the information I have? It involves no hard proof except my husband's word and what I overheard. My husband thinks I should keep quiet and say says he would be uncomfortable being put in a position to out his brother. Yeah, okay, you ready for my advice? Yep. Truth is truth, doesn't matter where it came from. I think you, you come out with it. Hey, man, your husband's cheating on you. He says that these are the facts I got. 
Bam. Done. Do with this information what you will. Yeah, no reason to let him continue on acting like this. Yeah. Like, like zero reason. Like, I, 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 of the two that you listed were stupid. There's no imaginary boundary. I, I get this all the time with people who are doing, doing stuff they shouldn't be doing. They're like, well, I, I don't really want to rat out the other person, blah, blah, blah. Then I'm a big tattletale. No, you're a purveyor of truth. You know a true thing, and you told someone else a true thing. Because they should have known that. They're the ones being hurt, especially if they're the ones being hurt. I think you should tell them. And if they, I mean, let's say she already knows. She doesn't care. Well, I mean, we gave it a shot. If, you, if you'd want to know, then I think you should tell somebody else. I don't think there's anything sacred when it comes to people doing the wrong thing. I don't think there's any reason to hide that ever. Or any reason to help them continue to destroy themselves. Because obviously it's not good for the husband, it's not good for the wife, and apparently they have a child. And so I, I, I don't know who you think you're protecting here, but it's not any of those three people. So I'd just pump it out. I'd go tell him directly. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the reality of it coming to light isn't the offense. The man's already committed the offense. That's right. Uh, We're just talking about whether he's getting away with it or not. And there's nothing that says, hey, man, it's best to get away with things. Is there, is there, is there, any, is there any situation in which you wouldn't, like, is there, is there any consideration on the nature of your relationship, how close you are to the, to the uh, sister-in-law or anything? No, I'd tell anybody anything. Yeah. Here's what I know. Yeah. I think I might talk to the, the the brother-in-law first, though. Say, "Hey, you uh, you come clean." Mm. I'm letting her know. Yeah, like that's rather good. give him an opportunity yeah. to. You got one week to speak, or I'm going to leak. Exactly. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> exactly. Some people have blessings in their life. <laughs> I, have, I have a gift. <laughs> one week to speak, or I'm going to leak. <laughs> some, some people are abnormally attractive, like Dan. <laughs> Some people have a silver tongue. <laughs> we got to be ready after that. You know, I watched Dateline, so yeah. things happen. Bad stuff goes down. I mean, I realize this seems like a real heavy situation, but like if there's one conversation I hate being in is when people trying to explain to me why I shouldn't tell the truth about them to somebody else. Hmm. And oh, when man. it comes out later, like, well, I don't know why I didn't tell you. I mean, that, yeah. How do you explain that? Yeah, that sucks. I thought you knew. I had someone tell me that <laughs> like they knew. thought they thought someone in their family had committed a crime. They're like, I just don't think I can turn them in. I'm like, why? They committed a crime. I'll do it directly. Yeah. What's the problem? Call them right now. Call, get the law involved. Tell them where they're at. Say, hey, look, I think that person's over there. I got zero problems with turning. I, I got no. I got no loyalty in people doing the wrong thing and then hiding them from the consequences. Uh, that is certainly not how God has ever dealt with me. And so I got no. I got no reason to promote that in anybody else's life. It's not to their betterment. Dang. All the advices went uh, real fast, Ben. Uh, yeah. I'm going to tell you what the secular said. Okay, yeah. Secular says, Your brother-in-law is a conscienceless, immature braggart. He what? must have committed nefarities in the 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quotes, karma won't protect your sister-in-law from syphilis, chlamydia, gonorrhea, the herp, and HIV. To, to name only a few... Wait, the- wait, just to clarify, did she say the herp, or is that did you did you shorten that... For the purposes. No, I yeah, I shortened it up. Okay. I'm just kind of interested. <laughs> to name only a few of the STDs her husband has been exposing her to. Tell her it's important she schedule an appointment with her doctor to be tested for all of them. Yeah, that's that's how you should do it. Hey, I think you should schedule an appointment to your doctor for STDs. Why? Because your husband may be cheating oh, on you. Why didn't you lead with that? Why did you lead with the STD <laughs> thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're, that uh, seems cold and heartless. <laughs> yeah. He also tried to send nudes. <laughs> uh, isn't that what you would want if the situation were reversed? What do you mean? 
If the situation were reversed. Right. If her husband was cheating on her, wouldn't she want the sister-in-law to tell her? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought if she, like, sort of had in my mind her cheating on her husband, I'm like, well, you probably <laughs> wouldn't want someone I'd to tell. Keep that secret. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to do one more. I, okay. can't, I just can't imagine getting that information, though. Ah, oh, be terrible. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, it, and it, su- it sucks that someone's put you in the position to cause this kind of, to have to have to purvey the... The truth, because the other person wouldn't do it. Yeah, the brother's a coward. And he's a big-time coward. Yeah, I mean, I get that, that's the thing. It's the hardest thing to reconcile yourself with, like, hey, if I say this thing out loud, it's going to blow up. The thing already blew up. Yeah. It, it's like an explosion that already happened underground that's just waiting for time to get to the surface. All you're doing is pointing out that it's at the surface. This has already happened. The, 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 the guy who pulled, who lit the TNT already lit it. And that's not your, really your problem. You're just the you're just the person who's making sure everyone else is aware that there's danger coming their way. Yeah, it's like a, the tree falling in the woods question. Does it make a sound? Yeah, it does. When when you tell everybody that it fell down, <laughs> that's yeah. it's one of those deals. It it always fell down. We're just talking about whether you get to see the signs that it fell down or not. Okay, last one. Here we go. Yep. Dear life from the path. I have two adult daughters. One of them is self-centered and refuses to give any gifts for my birthday or for Christmas, (laughs) even though she very much likes receiving them. If this is her position, then I suppose that's okay because I don't need much, and it's really the thought that counts. I enjoy giving gifts, but I feel like I'm being taken advantage of. This is exacerbated by the fact that in the past, I have bailed her out of some sticky situations. I know that's a different issue, and I have set boundaries for that. But this gift thing has frustrated me twice a year for the past 10 years, and it's time for a better plan. Help, please. Okay. Good dad in Oregon. Yeah, you tell me when you meet him. That's a dad? Yeah. Oh, man. Here's a, okay. It's, a I, this is answerable in a series a of questions. Ball. Hey, man, you, do you like giving gifts? Yeah. Okay, well, then keep giving gifts. What? What if they don't give me gifts back? What, do you like to receive gifts? Yes. I think you just have to get used to that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, here's the thing: Are you giving? Are you giving gifts because? Are, are you swapping? Do you like to give gifts, or do you like to uh, go to swap meet? Yeah, you like to be swapping. You like to play the play the dozens that that whatever you put into the pot, you might get something a little bit better out. Yeah, like, and if it's uh, you don't really think it's the thought that counts because it sounds like this person's not thinking of you. <laughs> uh, so you know, like, if you like giving gifts, then then just then it has nothing to do with whether you got something. It's not. It's not a bargain. Yeah. Yeah, see, and I, I, if he'd have phrased it better and said, look, I'm concerned that I've raised a self-centered child. Yes. That's a different conversation, and we might actually have something to talk about here. But you basically said, dear life from the path, I am a great person, and my daughter won't even recognize me with gifts, even though I am a great person, and I do better than she does at everything, because I am a, a great person. What kind of grown man expects a gift on his birthday? I don't know. Uh. I've tried to shut that down for years. It's yeah, awkward. Yeah, I say I'm kind of the opposite. Yeah, like, like, knock it off. I'll yeah. what I want. Frankly, it's my money. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't need. I, if I don't buy my own crap, well, I think this is a grown daughter. Yeah, like I just right. don't. I mean, what are they? What are they supposed to do? Like, I, I, like I'll take a, a the card, whatever. You make me a card. That's I, like legit is all I need. I don't really need. What are they gonna buy? What did we, Mike? You remember we bought Dad. When when we were like I don't know seven or something, we, my mom gave us a little bit of money and, and we went. My parents were divorced. Like we go in there, we're gonna go into this pharmacy or Walgreens or something. We end up buying a can of Barbasol and some throwaway razors. Yeah, and that's what we got. I think yeah. it's for Father's Day. Practical. Yeah, I can't. I can't like I can't believe I, my dad's a single man. You don't buy throwaway razors as a single man. You get the top notch razor. Yeah, Mach five. This is the only thing you got to have around your place. <laughs> so I can't imagine that he didn't look at this and go. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Thanks, fellas. Yeah, you really know the innermost parts of me. Thanks. You yeah. got me these throwaway razors. Like, you're just... 
uh, I, I, I can't. I, to be bummed out about it twice a year, like there's something wrong with you. Yeah. You're not a good dude. How many birthdays does this guy have a year? That's what I want to know. Is it Christmas? I you think, think Christmas. Christmas is the other one? Yeah. He's he's owed a gift on the celebration of the Lord's Day. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're taking yourself in wrong, my man. You got a you got a magic mirror in your house that portrays you as the as the king of the land and it ain't right. I mean, maybe she's low on funds. I mean, she could get him a card or something, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you could say uh now, I mean, here's the thing. I probably would casually bring it up. I can't imagine these two girls aren't in my presence at the same time at some point or another. And I might say, You can't enable the thing. Yeah. Thanks for the, thanks for the gift there, uh, child one. What, uh, what, what's going on over your place? Yeah. I wish everybody would have told you you were pretty when you were younger. Yeah. Yeah. You have terrible manners. That's how you ended up this way. I mean, I might, ha- I might jokingly say something. And then, like, either she plays it off or she may, she says something and I learn it. But, like, my relationship with my kids is probably that I can get away with that. Maybe you can't get away with that because you're a joker. This is exacerbated by the fact that in the past I have bailed her out of some sticky situations. What the heck does that have to do with it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, I, I acknowledge that's a separate thing, but I did want you to know it. Yeah. She just, owes me. Just know I still am a great guy. Yeah. And even though they don't give me the gifts, I have done, I was a parent at some point and got my kid out of a sticky situation. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm a passive aggressive manipulator. Well, I don't. You don't really need to know that, but now you do. Yeah, this this dude's a, he's a slice of turkey. Here we go. Uh, wait, wait, Dan, wait. Did you have something? Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say. I I think uh, is it Gary Smalley that has the five love languages? I'm thinking his love language is the uh, gifts, receiving gifts. Well, if it's not, he feel this love. man is impossible to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> what his love language is his own name whispered in his ear. <laughs> yeah, and a picture of himself in a tasteful nude above the fireplace. Yeah. Chad, boy, you're, you're fantastic. I, boy, I'm the best. <laughs> I just love Chad. I wish more people would say, hello, Chad. <laughs> okay, here we go. Secular. Says, if the situation was fine, you wouldn't have written to me about it. Take that, Chad. I believe in communication. Have a long overdue talk with your daughter. Showing thoughtfulness isn't supposed to be a one-way street, which is what your daughter has made it. More important than a tangible item is the thought behind it. From where I sit, if she doesn't bother to call or text you on these special occasions, I think your generosity has been taken. Wait, now did did, did you, I missed that part? She didn't say that. She's not calling or texting. No, it doesn't say that. Oh, she's not doing. Well, it why is she saying it? She's trying to make it. She's trying to figure out that the depths of this hillbilly, how he could be upset about the gifts, and assuming he means that she's not even contacting him. What'd you say? Did she say generosity isn't a one-way street? Uh, thoughtfulness. It sure as crap is. Yeah. <laughs> it very much can be a one-way street. Yeah. Hey, that was very thoughtful, but only if you're thoughtful to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's garbage. That's, that's garbage advice. Yeah. Here's the thing. is Once again, uh, like you're in control of yourself, people of the world, right? If you want to be thoughtful, be thoughtful. If you want to be generous, be generous. Don't depend it on anybody else's actions towards you. That's just foolish. You will end up doing nothing. People will continue to let you down. That is why we worship a God that will not do that. That's right. And it gives it, it gives other people... you got to recognize when you're giving other people control over your life. When you say, I will be generous to them if they are generous to me, like you just said, hey, fella, I may or may not trust, go ahead and control me. Don't let other people control you. Do what you want to do. If you want to be thoughtful, to, to Mike's point, go ahead and do that. But, like, I just... I'm always sketchy about giving power to people. To, to, to make decisions for me in my life by saying, well, I'm going to act this way only if you do this. Unless it's like trying to teach my kids a lesson, like you can go to ice cream if you clean your room, maybe, because I'm, I'm dealing out power. But like, generally speaking, I just don't, I don't like to give people license to decide how I behave. 
It's not their business, and I don't trust them. I don't care who they are. And so, like, why would you give? Why would you give them power to do that? Just, be, I suppose, just be careful who you're giving permission and power to control the type of person you want to be. That's right. You get to decide how you act, and it's really foolish to base it on how other people act. Yeah. Okay. You've listened to Life in the Path. Yeah. We really appreciate you hanging out with us this week uh, on Advice Only. Uh, well, I can't say Monday. All the shows are on Monday. Uh, yeah, special uh, third third week of the month, we do Advice Only for this month. Anyway, maybe you have some feedback on the show. Give us a call on the Bob Eisenhower complaint line, 515-517-0085. That's 515-517-0085. We'd love to hear from you and get your thoughts on the program. Uh, that's it. Call or text. Anyone is fine. In the meantime, um, we're, we're planning on being here next week, so uh, be faithful in the means. God will handle the ends. You've been listening to Live from the Path.